Yo, what's up, everybody? Japing here checking in. Respectmyregion.com. We are here today on the North American Weed Tour podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, Kyle Rosner, aka Good Kyle Smokes from 420 Interactive. Thank you, Kyle, for being on the show. How are you doing today, my friend? Joey, I'm doing excellent. Longtime fan of the show. So happy, happy to be having a conversation with you. Thank you, my man. I'm very appreciative for, for, uh, for you to be here with us today. Uh, someone that I've been creeping on, following, and getting inspired by for damn near five years now, before we started working together uh, officially, you and I met in Las Vegas. Yeah, we met at, a, I believe it was MJ BizCon out there in Las Vegas. We were taking a tour of a new grow facility out there, and, and we had connected and, and hung out and smoked and got the, got the VIP tour there. Man, I wasn't that was Reina, wasn't it? Was yes, Raina. yo, you have a great memory. That was the brand Reina. I haven't haven't heard too much from them since that, but glad they're hopefully they're still thriving out there in Vegas. I think I saw them still at the Planet 13 um store the last time I was out there, but super dope, man. Like I, that particular time of my life was one of a lot of discovery and affirmation. Mm -hmm. To be next to a team like yours at that time, you think you guys were contracting with High Times, right? And yeah, we had just wrapped up the uh, the High Times Reg A campaign. You know, we served as the agency of record for for being able to share their their stock with the public. You know, they were going public, and they wanted the cannabis community to to invest with them, and we were proud to to be part of that part of that team and and help you know bring some brand awareness to to the cannabis community. High Times is a, well, to a lot of people, they're a highly respected brand. To some others, they don't care so much anymore. But either way, they're a company that the culture has been significantly impacted by, for, for, for better or for worse. They have had major impact on helping people and companies build their brands, build strains, and giving patients some education that they really haven't really had access to their, you know, for the majority of history, right? Absolutely. Like like a lot of things in the cannabis community, there could be a lot of divisive uh, topics going down. But High Times has has been there since day one almost. And, you know, 1970, that magazine came out and, and they've been on the forefront of cannabis reporting and, and being the voice of the cannabis community. Right. So, yeah, we're really, really happy to work with them. They're still a publishing partner of ours and, and you know, always always staying looped on what cool things high times has going on. We got, we got a big, we got to big up the OGs sometimes, you know, even their media Absolutely. OGs out here. They, they gave a lot of, you know, they gave a lot of inspiration to us. They obviously work with you guys. And to me, you know, when you fast forward all the way to today, it's very interesting to see how far you guys have come and all the different cool brands and all the different stories you've been able to tell. And so for the people that aren't familiar with who you are and what you do currently, we, went, we talked a little bit about the past and where we yeah, first met. Yeah, of course. Met. You know, to give to give. What are form, you up to these days? To give a formal summary, as 420 Interactive, we serve as a full-service digital agency for brands in the cannabis, CBD, and psychedelic space. You know, we do the full gambit from content production, social media management, SEO, content creation. Uh, you know, website design, graphic design, just the full team gambit uh you know we want to work hand in hand with these with these up and coming brands and show we're hustlers or team players and and we want to make sure you're doing everything right so you get the, that huge digital presence that you're looking for 100 so a lot of a lot of people don't understand what full service agency means so 
when you say you do everything in the in the space let's go through some of them what are what are your what let's go through this what are your favorite things to do in terms of your agency what do you enjoy I'm, I'm doing? glad you asked some of some of one of my favorite things is is running email campaigns you know email is is so important for for your brand you know that's where a lot a lot of e-commerce sales are going to come from in today's day and age is your own email list and and how many emails you can capture so my team and i manage 30 plus email brand accounts that that we're sharing and, and writing campaigns for and it's always fun to get in there write new copy and and show the roi to these brands like look look how much money is coming in from email you know this is where we need to focus our efforts you know social media is important creating your own content and and spreading information is important but that all that all is is filtering back to people signing up to your email list and and that's yeah. where your real bread and butter is going to come from as a marketer you can only you only have so much time in the day as a business owner i prefer the term storyteller as a that? storyteller you only have so much time in the day to be creating the stories to be showcasing it with content and so what, what you do with that becomes even more important sometimes than the creation process right a absolutely and and you know my formal title is director of media relations so working with partners like respect my region and high times and a lot of other media partners you know that the relationships we've been able to build and and working with skilled partners like yourself is huge you know that's how we disseminate the information and get it out to the public and and get cool people talking about us it's all it's a totally different thing to post about yourself doing things for other people and telling their community to go look at you or to learn about you or to try it and i can i go back to the days of when thrillist was really building out their business i was getting hit on facebook with so many restaurant lists from around the country and i remember getting hit with those lists on facebook like at you know the ads and emails and things like that um and i just was like damn i love discovering food and then I remember thinking, I got to apply this to respect my region somehow. I got to, I got to curate somehow. And so when I think of you, you're a storyteller, you're a curator that storytells, right? And you are, what I've noticed about your guys' team is that you are very good at identifying quality items, quality brands, and then deploying it out to the right media partners, like to the right places with the right people. Absolutely. It's very important to record for the brands and the people that are watching this that that's very important in it because it's very powerful before we even work with anybody you know we send them a survey and it's like you tell us about your brand why you're unique what what unique aspects you're bringing to the market because we, we don't want to work with anybody lame right we don't want to work with these fly-by-night cbd companies that that are just you know money backed and and just there to make a quick buck we want to work with the real authentic cannabis community so we want to know you stand behind your product you've got a story to tell and an impact to make and and we want to help help you share that a thousand percent so we're talking about good products a little bit before the show you told me you've got a new exclusive product barely if not even on the market absolutely yet. i i'd be surprised you can find this this is pre-release this is from a new client of ours called pilgrim soul so it makes them super unique as before they they developed this live rosin cart they're known for their pilgrim soul journal you'll see on the front it says please use this while you are high 
This is an awesome creative journal that, you know, you puff on some cannabis and, and there are a lot of cool creative exercises in here, a lot of writing exercises to, to help spark your creativity. You know, you want to be productive while you're, while you're smoking cannabis. And there's a great way to let off some steam, expand your, your creative potential and give yourself that, that extra boost that you want when you're trying to come up with new articles to write or, or just think of a creative solution to a problem. So Big shout out to Pendulum Solomon, bridging the gap between creativity and cannabis. Absolutely. And now they've got their own line of strains that they're going to be releasing. So you could puff on these and do your journal. This is the creative imagination strain. So you want to you puff on this and, and do some of these fun activities in the journal here. This is super tasty. These are, these are pre-released. They're not out yet. I've been lucky enough to uh, get, a, get a tester here. Are you now? Of course, we can DM them and ask them. But are you? Are, are you? Are do you know what strain it is? What is creative imagination? Is it a blend? Yeah, of course. This is based uh, from the strawberry cough strain. You know what oh, the nice. owner Sean Gold had done was test a ton of different strains and and really give them a deep dive on their terpene profile and see how he was impacted creatively after smoking these strains. So he was able to narrow narrow a variety of strains down eventually into the four different varieties we're going to have this one's uh creative imagination here we have a creative reflection and a few others coming out as well wow that's super dope when most companies that do things like that with the renaming it or branding the product style or whatever they don't maintain the integrity of strain specificity and so I like that they go back to the strawberry cough. It's absolutely important. yeah. This is very important. Not a blend of strains. This is a single mm -hmm. strain that that you know we wanted to put an outcome based name name to, such as creative yeah. imagination or creative reflection. One hundred percent. And I like that because for me, I buy strains with intent of the like with the with knowing that a certain effect is going to happen. So if I got if there was a strain called couch creamy couch lock and it happened to be a gelato i'm probably buying that a few different times right so especially if it's creamy couch like 99 it's like damn is that like 99 on the level is that absolutely like, you, you know, know what not, I mean? not cannabis expert consumers they they want to come in and ask the bun tender hey i, I want to relax or hey I, i'm looking for some, an energetic boost so you know this is why it's important to be transparent on your label show the terpene profile yeah. and and show you know hey this is this is what the outcome is going to be from us uh, smoking this and I actually have you have there so like the, these pre-rolls right here I, I bring them up and i hold them up here because they say sativa but they're not strain specific i don't right. know what strain it is sure and I, they taste good it tastes like some citrusy orange you know small little half gram pre-rolls got nothing no problem with the quality but it's just what is it right for sure and so i love that pilgrim soul is doing that this is from a brand called high supply kyle check this out i really yeah, like cool. the cardboard box i appreciate the recyclable material there i'm a fan i'm a fan of the packaging i like the little slide out that it has it's kind of difficult to open but the little joint it smoke you know they tasted good nine times out of ten they don't taste good you know these little joint packs they yeah just for sure or they're so, rolled too tight so they canoe and don't burn evenly. You know, oh, a pre-roll pre is tough for sure. All the all the different issues, man. All the different issues. Now, except the only issues, I think, I think, I don't think I've got a lighter. So I'm gonna have to grab one of those in a moment, which okay. means which means back to the vape. You familiar with Nug Club? 
I am very familiar with Nug Club. Yeah, got the Nug Club battery here. Got the Nug Club battery here with an Alpine Vapor Sativa Distillate Vape. Not obviously comparable to Live Rosin or Live Resin, but I'm gonna give it a solid. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna try to do a blinkers. Is this your here first first taste test? I did. I did already hit so, it a little so bit. So did you but, get that individually, or did that come in the Nug Club uh, subscription box that they offer? Oh, awesome! All right, got, all right. Got the got the Nug Club, and I, I can't show you everything. You know, we, well, I can show you one of the things. This is my. I haven't done this review yet, but sure, I got sure. the evidence. I got the evidence bag. Right, you know, right. so I'm Fresh excited. The crime scene. Yeah, super pumped. Check this out. This was grown in that prison, the former prison that was purchased Very to grow cool. in. So I feel like I'm a part of history with this. Um, and then there's like these pantry jellies. There's, there was some good stuff in this box. I really, I really like the Nug Club curation. Um, they, you know, they, they do a good job of partnering with brands that storytell at a high level. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for, I guess, no, no, let me do this before we forget, because this is what happens. The weed always gets to me. Here we go. Blinker, first, first blinker. Here we go, Kyle. Oh wait, 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 Take a wait, big wait, wait. There. We gotta do it together. We gotta do one together. Here we okay. go. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yes, I, I held it there and I got him. Yeah, I was gonna see who could hold the longest. Uh, Joey thought he could beat me, but as you can see, it didn't. <laughs> Yo, I didn't know it was a competition, but <clears throat> I can tell you this. First, some Disty uh, <clears throat> with botanical turps. This did not taste bad. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed what I just had from Alpine Vapor. Excellent. Yeah. So, oh, it was a Jack Jack Herrera. That's why. Perfect. That's why. Love this. The strawberry cough, similar terpene profile, or right? Oh, geez. So, yeah, love it. Absolutely. Sea cell, porous ceramic core. Nice. All right. So now I'm high. When you and I are high and we're together, what I usually end up doing is talking your off about marketing. So I'm going to use this as a chance to extract some game from you. And then at the end of this combo, we're going to talk a little bit about some of your favorite brands, strains, products. Excellent. Always happy to share. So as someone who is a storyteller, director of media relations, what is it that you do generally every day to help your clients succeed? Yeah, of course. A lot of my role and responsibility is staying on top of the communication with publisher partners like yourself and making sure the articles and the content that we want is being produced in a timely manner and executed on by by teams across the board. A lot of the behind the scenes is is my team and I coming up with different uh, SEO impacted content ideas and, and how we can best uh, help brands. And then, you know, spending time uh, writing email copy, uh, a lot of a lot of creative writing going on during my day. Man, gotta love the value of creative of the creative writing. Myself didn't go to school for writing, basic college degree. Can't believe how much how many blogs I've written and emails at this point. It's absolutely insane. So for you guys, uh, you mentioned earlier you guys have over 20, 20 clients, 30 clients, 20 brands, 30 brands. How many brands was it? Yeah, we work we work with a real big gambit of uh, different cannabis, CBD, and psychedelic brands. Uh, on email stuff alone, managing 30-plus uh, email different email accounts across the e-commerce board. 
Very, very exciting. So for you guys, when you guys are building out these email campaigns, what does that process at a bare minimum generally look like for a brand when they've never done email before? Yeah, again, I stress the importance of, of owning your own email list and the importance of, of capturing your customer. You know, you want to be able to directly communicate with them and with platforms like Instagram and TikTok shutting down your, your cannabis content accounts, your, your cannabis influencer accounts, you know, having your audience in, in email is more important than ever. So, you know, it all starts with with taking a deep dive in how a, how a company is currently communicating with their audience. If there's if there's no email, then then the immediate first step is setting up some sort of capture in their in, in their website and, and building it, an email list. Yep. So <clears throat> say a company has the website, right? Maybe they have the pop up email capture at the front. Maybe they've got the contact page and, you know, you can you know, send them questions or reach out to them or whatever it is. What are some of the, and maybe this is, you can share as much as you're willing, but what are some of those initial tips and tricks that people can do to just start to see something when they have nothing, but it's like that first 101, 201 level stuff. Like Absolutely. Again, you're building a relationship with your consumers, right? So you want to be talking about yourself, sharing cool content that you like. Communication is key and just just always communicating and, and not a spammy way, but you know, keeping your audience engaged and informed weekly, monthly uh, is is the first step for sure. I feel like a lot of people too, there's obviously, you know, we're going to put this on LinkedIn and there's going to be some marketers out there. They're going to be like, man, I wonder how many times he emails in a week. Right. It's, so we got to, we got to at least. Add, uh, that, that's 17. different for, that's different for everybody. Right. And if you've got a big enough audience, that's, that's data, data analytics. That's important. You're going to break up your audience into different segments. And we're going to talk to these people on Monday and these people on Wednesday. And, oh no, these people don't like pre-rolls. We can't send them anything about pre-rolls and, you know, as, as your audience grows, it's really going to be important to get to know them, who they are and, and how to best communicate with them. Thank you for that. So we're going to go ahead and dispel the one, two, four, seven, any of those kinds of things. Yo, it's different for every company. You need to really Absolutely. dive in. You need to honestly, everybody just hit a call and have him take a survey of the company and <laughs> give a better, give you guys an idea of how many to even think about. Because if you're thinking a big number more than two to five and you're in cannabis right now. Oh man. I don't know that there's any companies big enough to be doing a ton of stuff right at this exact time. Yeah, it's a lot. It takes a lot of manpower to really take a deep dive in there. And, and a lot of teams aren't prepared for that, which is why, you know, you work with, work with experts like us and, and you yeah. know, get our, get our advice and expertise and can show you the processes and, and best uh, ways to effectively run these types of things. Yeah, there is a there is definitely a best practices that can be applied. I've heard horror stories, <laughs> right? Of the, the sure, mail for sure. The mail chimps canceling people's accounts. Yeah, we've um, had we've had clients lose their entire email list. Got to start from scratch, and you know that's no fun. Can only imagine what that's like. Lose your email, lose your Instagram, all because you're just trying to be a legal cannabis company, man. Right. The state, the stigma is real. You know, we may be legal here in California, but but big tech is definitely not our friend. Not yet, because they because they're taking money. You know, they're working with regular banks, and those most of those regular banks aren't cannabis approved yet or CBD approved yet, and so it ends up being like, man, different banks, this bank for this, bank for that, 
count for this, yeah, count for long, that. Long way we still have to come. The stigma is, is definitely real. Some platforms are, are really great about being inclusive. Others others are shutting us down. You know, you know, I, I don't want to call a brand out, but something that, that really irks me is is two brands that are on Facebook running ads are, are Lord Jones and CBDMD. Yeah. So you know, I've you know how 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 come they get to run uh, Facebook ads and and all these other all these other real holistic brands uh, don't, and you know that's a that's that's what they call pay to play and you know if, unfortunately if you're not super well funded cannabis company who can print money then then you know unfortunately the the tech companies and the platforms aren't aren't going to be too happy to work with you. That is what we've been told as well. If you're not spending large chunks of money on the Facebook and Instagram, yeah, it's it's uh, it's just they're not going to push it through. Uh, doesn't matter how many times you call, complain, or you have valid proof or facts. It just my it just sister's my sister's art account got taken down just because she liked to post about her mushroom art. You know, they're flagging all types of content out there and, and discriminating no matter no matter who you are, if you're an artist or, or just someone trying to educate people about cannabis. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had two accounts deleted on Instagram. And then with the email stuff as well, it's important that these companies select the proper technology platforms to be able to Absolutely. handle their marketing. I think something that's often overlooked by cannabis companies is the chief technology officer and the marketing people have to be in alignment along with the sales team for all of it to actually have the impact of success, right? Absolutely. Um, Successful communication between all the teams. You know, I, I've again seen it firsthand, you know, the, the, the content team doesn't know what's going on above them. And, and, you know, they just, just, it could be a mess sometimes. So for, for, for you guys, you obviously are managing the media relations between the brands, your company, these, these, uh, these publications. What are you using to oversee the success of this stuff? Is it a combination of project management? Is it CRMs? Is it, yeah, awesome. is it just Slack? One of, founders, one of the founders of 420 Interactive, my business partner, Matthew Peranic, he is our, you know, he is our project master. He's our project manager and he keeps all the teams organized and everybody flowing and, and making sure everybody's executing on, on what needs to happen. And then taking on that role of communicating back to our, our clients and brands as well about, you know, the ROI and, and the execution and all the success we're having. Absolutely. So for you guys, obviously data analytics, those reports, absolutely, uh, those are hugely important for validating what the efforts are on the email and the different kinds of interests that those people have. Right, the Is traffic there, coming in from the content we put out, you know, the the engagement on on every social media post, you know, just just taking in that data and learning about your audience is is key. Is there anything that you've noticed? like that stood out from you from these email campaigns about cannabis users behavior wise or interest wise like is there anything that really stands out or is like oh wow like nobody you might always assume this but this is actually the case like yeah people want impactful information they want to know what's going on in the industry you know i find I uh, you know the most successful stuff is again when we are really able to segment our audiences and learn who each different group is and and be able to communicate effectively to to their niche and and what they need so let's use me for an example let's role play so 
<clears throat> all right, on the first date, Joey, we're role playing already. All right, come on, I like it, I like it, I like, I like it, I like it, man. This for me, for me, it's important that we really that that people understand how we break through like some of these projects, and and to me, it's it's psychology times sociology times numbers, absolutely, a lot of data. It's really understanding how people think, how, where they go on the website, what they're clicking, and and what that process and that experience you is. You right. nailed it. So for you guys, you guys do direct. You guys do marketing for specific projects that are called direct to consumer projects. And in cannabis, can can you explain what direct to consumer is in cannabis in terms of brands who grow or extract? Yeah, of course. And, so and Joey, please feel free to jump in on the on the supply chain here. But from my understanding, you know, cannabis brands are not you know allowed to directly sell to consumers. Technically, they have to give their product to a distribution company who has relationships with different dispensaries and, and delivery companies, those license holders who then get to distribute the product to the consumer. So there's kind of this middleman taking a cut of a, of a brand's, of a brand's, you know, profits, yep. right? Because a brand is not allowed to, you know, these aren't farmers growing bud and being able to give it out here. So something it's really not cool, like wine. It's not, these no, people not cannot come to a they cannot come to, to a farm yet. and and taste the the products of the produce of the farm. Yeah, no, correct. Uh, that mindset is not there yet. But so what what something super cool we've been able to do is partner with a delivery partner, Grass Store, and build an e-commerce ecosystem for a lot of our partner brands, such as Flocana and the Bloom Brands and Paps Labs. And this is something super cool. So we're able to to mesh these two. So the end user gets a gets an e-commerce experience uh, when shopping at their favorite brand like Flocana. So you could go to, to shop.flocana.com or shop.thebloombrands.com, add which which resin and, and carts and flour that you want and, and add that to your cart, click order, and it's gonna be there within the hour at your front door. You know, it's gonna be like Flocana delivering it straight to you. So this is just another great way that, that cannabis consumers can get the brands that they want easily right to them. You know, you know what you like, so so you want to go directly to the brand's website and support them. To me, to me, that's like going to just and I'm gonna give you an example. To me, that's like going to uh shop.mcdonald's.com, ordering my shit that I want, and then figuring out a way to get it to me in an hour and not forcing right. me to order it through Postmates or Uber, right? Right, acts yeah, we're cutting out we're cutting out the distribution middleman in in a way. So I'd compare it to shopping at the supermarket, right? There's all these different brands at the shelves, right? Like you'd go into dispensary, all different brands all over the place. You don't know what to pick out, but you like you like Prego sauce, right? So you know you want to get that every time. Now instead of instead of having to pick it up at the market, I've got my I can go to prego.com and and directly order my sauce uh, straight to the door. Make sure I'm yep. supplied uh, every month. Give me, give me all that Kirkland Costco brand. Exactly, here. straight, straight to your door. Man, I love it. And so you are providing a solution that's so valuable to so many of these companies Absolutely. because patient access in California is a tough situation, right? It's not available everywhere. There are literally lots of counties and lots of cities where there's no dispensaries. No weed is legally allowed to be sold to 21 plus patients. It's only medical there if it's medical at all. Mm -hmm. And for someone like you guys, 
well, I know from a marketing perspective, if I'm if I'm if I'm a company, we're going to call it Joey's brand, for example. If, if if I'm Joey's brand and I'm selling flour, dabs, whatever it is, how do I make sure that a customer in one of those cities that isn't able to be delivered to isn't going to be able to order from me? Absolutely, that's the importance of of having brand awareness and a customer coming to your to your social media, your website, and making sure they leave that email so you can keep communicating to them. You know, I think there's a disconnect between when brands you know give their product to the distributor and and what goes down in the storefront. Right, you're not collecting uh, consumer data from 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 the dispensary. You're not getting that email when somebody buys your product in the dispensary and and seeing what they're buying and how much they're spending. So the more a brand can can take in that data directly, the more success they're they're going to be able to have because they're going to ultimately know their consumer and how much they want to spend and what product they want exactly. For sure. And on the D2C side of things, you guys are able to filter out people that are not in the like legal areas to receive deliveries. Absolutely. Yeah, we're geo, we can geo target. You know, you you leave your zip code. We we let you know if if we can uh, deliver to you or not. Dope. I think it's important because these brands, there's a lot of like people talk about they don't know what D2C is. They don't understand that it still needs to D2C be with direct them. to consumer. Yep. They still don't know what it, what falls under compliance for that when in reality it doesn't actually change. It's just the digital version. Right. Of exactly. Exactly. So for you guys, you're working with Grass Door. You got a number of their biggest partners on the pla- on your on your various platforms, custom platforms for each of them. They all get in. They all get SEO rankings for each of their pages. A lot of the products and stuff yeah, ranks and pages stuff. That's important. Again, the content that we write. Uh, you know, our my business partner has been in the SEO and e-commerce world for the past twenty plus years. He's built and sold multiple agencies in the past, and you know, I'm really lucky to be able to mentor under him. And, and you know, he's he's uh you know brings out the big dogs as we say so we're really focused on making sure the stuff you do put out is is optimized and and getting you those digital rankings that you're craving so i'm gonna go ahead and bust open this jar brother got that new animal fritz from the cure company looks tasty <laughs> so this is that point of the conversation where i'm gonna roll up some fireweed and i'm hoping that you and i can talk about some of your thoughts on who cultivates or has just overall some fire coming out of California. You smoke, you're down there in uh, Encinitas, right? Yeah, you got me. Right, beautiful gotcha. San Diego. Little beautiful. little limited on the cannabis industry here. Not as not as big as LA, but uh, I think the vibes are chiller down here for sure. But you've been, I would agree. You've been you've been smoking great weed though for a couple years. You know, or not a couple for quite a while. So I'm interested in hearing some of your some of your like stories on any of the old medical days when you were here smoking any of the stuff that you might have been smoking on the east coast uh, yeah so i'm from south jersey so i i you know i didn't experience the prop prop 64 and all the all the good stuff that was happening out here in california in the early days but i was lucky enough that my father lived in Humboldt county so he was always uh providing us with the best uh northern california emerald triangle grown cannabis so I, i'm pretty i'm pretty privileged and lucky i'd say in that regard compared to a lot of people out here you know i had direct access to some of the best buds coming out of california and you know being ingrained in that in that northern california emerald triangle culture from from my father who experienced that uh was was really eye opening you know you could see the grassroots side of of the cannabis industry forming and 
And again, yeah. being being lucky to be able to smoke that fresh from a family farm grown cannabis. So you have you definitely have a personal tie to the plant just from that kind of upbringing Absolutely. and the tie to the plant. Um, for you, when what at what age did you start smoking? Sure, uh, like most people, probably started smoking around uh, eighteen years old, senior senior in high school. Uh, you know, again, I guess you could say cannabis runs in my genes a little bit. My father is a heavy cannabis user. And so, you know, even from a young age, I, I look back now and realize I was exposed to it, uh, you know, kind of, kind of my whole life. <laughs> in some, in small ways, sooner than you probably realize. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Part of my DNA. That's funny. And for you, was there, was it more of like an ear experimentation thing were you trying to use it recreationally with just some friends? Creative yeah, I imagination. Actually, I was actually pretty anti-cannabis. Uh, you know, I'd go and and yell at my little brother when when he was smoking before me. But uh, you know, I don't know. I'd always been uh, attra attracted, I guess you could say, to to cannabis culture. So was eager to to at least experiment, try it, and and found it very elevating. Let's say, and and yeah. haven't haven't stopped smoking since. Do you have a some like couple strains or flavor profiles that you really like? Yeah, I'll I'll name drop some strain names. Uh, Super Lemon Haze, my business partner really likes, so I've I've picked up and and curated that. That's super tasty. It's usually a nice sativa. Love uh, the strawberry cough I like. I I believe. Don't quote me on this. That that's a Kyle Cushman, you know, High Times OG strain. I think he was okay. the one who who pioneered the strawberry cough. At least that you know from 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 the stories I've heard. But if that's not true, then apologies. But I'm a big fan of that. Uh, like you know, a lot of the, a lot of the OG strains, the Jack Herrera, just to just to support uh, you know the Jack Herrera legacy and, and a Sundan. Well, I love all those ones. I'm a big fan of that turp that terpeniline piney lemony citrusy all coming together mm -hmm. to make to literally make your heart race and the creativity flow, flow. like super lemon haze smoked a lot of that in washington man i forget forget which brand it was that grew a lot of it. i think it's northwest cannabis solutions but grew, smoked a lot of a lot of super lemon haze man and i love it that that should be a strain that just always is around now, from from all those, let's just talk about the sativa ones. For for you, what describe describe a sativa? Describe your go to sativa. What does that do to you? What does that make you feel? Like? Yeah, sativa uh, definitely gets me elevated. I feel more energetic. Uh, you know, it's something I can I can work on when I when I need to be creative or write some fun, cool copy. And and get the ideas flowing. So sativa gets me gets me moving around, gets me talking. Definitely, definitely is an upper. Is it more of the the lemony ones or the orangey ones? Is yeah, I'd say lemony. Again, I, I try to search for that super lemon haze. So liminal, uh, you know, that's that's the kind of terps I'm looking for. Love it. I love it. I love that you know that those are the those are the specific ones as well. Um, for you guys, when it comes to like the blogging and the SEO and the cannabis, do you smoke before you work? Do you smoke in meetings? What, what kind of entrepreneur do you are you in, with your cannabis use? Yeah, I honestly try to try to wait till the end of the day to smoke uh, 
to be to be real you know i try to wait till till i'm done for the day i use cannabis to relax right so i want to know i i don't have any more work to do i don't have to talk to anybody else for the day i can smoke i'm gonna eat some dinner and and relax for an hour or two here before bed love it do you smoke indicas before bed or are you still on the sativas as you go yeah i'll smoke an indica you know before bed blue dream or whatever indica vape pen that i have uh, and you know, otherwise, unless I'm again trying to wait till the end of the day, or if I'm, you know, everybody else is usually when I'm working in person with my partners, we'll we'll, we'll definitely roll a 420 joint and uh, smoke at 420. Yeah, man. When you're doing the group efforts, you got to have a safety meeting at 420. So you've hit that a few different times. Talk to me about your experience with that Pilgrim Soul right there. Give yeah, me, give I'm me feeling, what, I'm give me what the official taste review. Hit me with the review. Creative. Oh, the taste test is super smooth. It's a it's a automatic pull pen, super smooth and light hit. You know, this isn't choking you. This isn't scratching your throat. Obviously, very high quality flower in this. <coughs> Absolutely love it. Ooh, what am I? This animal Fritz over here is crazy. It's a it's a animal cookies Cushman's cross from the Cure Company. Excellent. <laughs> She's choking me up right now. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Um, all right. So <clears throat> I'm going to try to get some more game out of you, brother. I appreciate you. This is this is the halfway point, roughly smoke break. Appreciate y'all. Everybody watching, man. This is a North American We Tour podcast. I'm pretty sure this is episode 22. What did we say it was? Yeah, 22. Make sure Actually, you guys go. <clears throat> you all got to go watch all the previous episodes and go tap in. I'm very excited to have you on today, man. I'm very appreciative because you've been dropping game this whole episode. I got a couple more questions about marketing. I got one more question about you and cannabis specifically. So here we go. Let me rip this one more time. Yeah, one more time. happy to be part of the show. I'm, I'm glad you have such a variety of cannabis community members on here speaking. You know, a variety of topics talking about everything from, you know, the business to to sustainability in the cannabis industry, love, love how, how you cover all aspects. You know, it's important to get the message out there. North American Weed Tour, bro. Whole thing was designed as an extension of what we've been doing for the West Coast Weed Tour. All about showcasing culture on the West Coast at first, and now North America. You're an integral part of cannabis culture as a content creator, as a storyteller, and you also do things with your team in the back end in terms of SEO. And for people that don't know, SEO, we keep, we're, we say this all the time, but I don't think anybody ever clarifies this too in depth. SEO is search engine optimization. When you look anything up anywhere, the shit that shows up is because of people like us. It's because of people like Kyle and soda and chips, groceries, restaurants, Yelp. Facebook, Instagram, they all have SEO. Every single platform has an SEO algorithm built in, right? Yeah, we don't we don't like to admit it, but uh, you know, Google will make or break your company. Yeah. So the quicker that you guys tap in with all uh, with all of Kyle's work, add him on LinkedIn, add him on the gram at Good Kyle Smokes. You guys got to follow in because it's very important. If you are an entrepreneur, and like you said, you're not doing email. You're leaving money on the table. If you're not doing SEO uh, in terms of Google and what your your website, you're leaving money on the table. 
It's just really as simple as that. The way the internet works today requires people like Kyle to be putting it content into the internet and getting it out there. So um, Kyle, I got a couple, I got a few questions about the, the specific strategies that you use in terms of curating the content for people's websites and then kind of what then gets deployed through email. So from what you've seen from a retail perspective, what types of content performs well on blogs and also in emails? Yeah, of course, something a lot of people are always searching for is strain reviews, right? People really want to know, you know, the, the strains and what they do. And, and you know, so, so getting content out like that is important. Ranking for your brand name is super important. A lot of a lot of people don't don't realize that. You know, you need to you need to make sure you're the first thing that that comes up when somebody types in a strain name or or your brand name. You know, some brands have a have a dual meaning here and and can get lost in the shuffle. Can we focus in on what you just said on that? I don't want to skip over on the power of that statement. Making sure that you own that search traffic, right, or that the landing space. So when I Google say Kyle Rosner's Blue Dream, you don't you don't necessarily want to win all the Google searches for Blue Dream. That's a that's an ocean. Right, right, exactly. You got everybody and their mom competing for that. You know, you want to you want to get a little niche almost and and really Correct. own the stuff that that you're you're good at and and what you can do. So think of people, I want, I want people to think like this and I, I don't know, maybe you relate to this, maybe you don't, but when I talk to brands, I say, look, if you got a, if you own your own strain, if you got your own products out there, mm -hmm. right? Like, like I wanted to use this for example, like we have our own CBD, right? Shameless plug on this, right? To, to, to make sure that, that, that Google traffic, that those internet searches, something happens, I got to have content up, right? Absolutely. Yeah, talking about, about the strain, talking about the terpene profile, you know, Google is just a question repository, right? So you're just trying to figure out what questions people are asking and, and making sure you have those answers for them. How do you do that? Uh, you know, something super easy you can, you can, anybody can do right now is start typing your question into, into Google. And Google, you know, pulls up those automatic suggestions of similar phrases and similar questions. And you're going to you're going to follow follow the threads there and, and see what comes up when you ask a question this specific way using these words and, and this specific way do using these using these phrases and words. And you're going to see who's right. Lay it on him. Lay it on him. Keep giving it. Hey, it's a as you can see, it could take a lot of man hours, right? Like one, you know, just just doing that for one one <coughs> client or brand could take hours or days and making it's a sure rabbit you, hole. It can yeah, become absolutely. A rabbit hole, but, rabbit hole but, is right. But I tell you this, I tell you this. One of my favorite, I won't say who it is because I don't want anybody to get biased because of because of who it is or how they operate. Right. But to me. If you don't go spend five hours learning about some shit like that, you're not really about being the best you can. Absolutely. Be, right. So every time we got, you know, for a retailer, let's go, let's go to the other scenario, scenario B, right? Any of the brands that cultivate, sell dabs, vapes, tinctures, right? All the different things that exist, batteries, whatever it is. They, they also got to be answering those questions on Google. They Absolutely. also got to be answering the, where is it available? How do I use it? Where can it be found? 
what happens if it breaks how do i do returns for these products right that's five different things exactly that's just off, that's just off the top right there so and for you guys when it comes to you you know obviously you can do blog content around all those different topics right in 52 weeks a year you know 365 days like man five years later you could be dominating right if you really really write absolutely a basic blog every day and you know again something something brands to understand you know some brands when when they work with an seo person or, or they expect immediate results and it's like look look that's just not that's just not going to happen it's not realistic to think in that mindset there's a holistic long-term process that we're building the foundation <laughs> that we're building the foundations of and, and if we do this foundation right you're gonna lock it in forever <coughs> i always tell to people <coughs> digital billboards <coughs> digital billboards super super easy to be able to write a blog get a team and and get or or do a youtube video and take up some of that real estate um that that for these searches so for you guys, so you have these blogs, you, you curate, you come up with some topics, we use some data, we promote some top sellers. What do you then use in the, in the email? What is your go-to? Yeah, of course, and now we can take that content and distribute it to all of our audience members through email, through text, through all of our different you know, social media that they're on. And then, you know, using that content as well with publisher partners like yourself, making sure other people are writing about us, that we're doing cool enough things that people want to write about us yeah. and have other people, you know, putting out content as well and sharing that with their audience. Do you guys, do you, I mean, how important do you feel it is for like, or let me ask this question, let me rephrase this. For the emails specifically, when you're deploying these, the different content into it, are you mainly filling it up with blogs? Are you, or are you doing a variety of different, like is each space a post? How many spaces are being used? Cause I got hit the other day from a big, big fucking brand, big brand. I'm not gonna name who it is, but <clears throat> it's some overpriced mids. Okay. And so I got hit with an email that blast. Anybody. I got hit with some overpriced mids brand email blast and I was excited to get it because it was a new product. It had two pieces of information in it, two cubes, and then it was done. And I was just like, damn, I wanted, yeah, I wanted so email, much more. You know, every email needs to have an impact, right? So you want to give enough information. You don't want to make an email too long. Someone's sitting there scrolling. They're going to get out of there and not click that shop button. And you, you know, you don't want to make it too short, as you said, that you don't even know what, what you're looking at. So it's striking that balance between informational content with uh, you know, a CTA and an action item to, to let a customer either leave their email or now go to the shop and buy. So would you say in this instance, you know, obviously all emails are different, every brand's different, but if you're launching a product to market, you got a new strain, you said your freshest drop. Absolutely. You're not, you're doing more than two cubes, right? Absolutely. We're telling everybody all about the strain, you know, why, why it's such a great price, you know, where they can find it. Why, why, why didn't they say where you can get this in the email? Right. I was blown away. Cause it was just like, damn, I want to try this grapey weed and I cannot find where to buy it. There's not enough info. No one is even yeah, that's right. they, get an F on, they get an F on that email campaign, huh? Oh my gosh, killing me. And that's where you guys, it's important. And it's also for you guys to all recognize 
you know, even the biggest brands that are launching dispensaries and becoming majorly vertically integrated to some degree, they still don't do it all right. And so there's hope, there's opportunity, most importantly for you guys to recognize, you know, Kyle, respect my region. We're all out here uh, with the goal to kind of uplift this community in our own way. We are very passionate about what we do. And Kyle, for one, loves <laughs> psychedelics and cannabis, music. We've been, we're, we're actually all talking often about some upcoming events, right? Uh, Hall of Flowers is coming up. You'll be at that, you said, right? Yeah, can't wait. Hall of Flowers is such an amazing event. You know, the who's who of the cannabis industry will be there. So I think it definitely says something that we'll be seeing each other there. As someone who does media and who's worked with Hall of Flowers and High Times in the past and some of the so many different brands, after a year of COVID, what are you most excited for at Hall of Flowers? I'm excited to, to hang out with the cannabis community again, you know, it's going to all the different cannabis events and seeing familiar faces and meeting new faces was always my favorite part about this industry. Hearing everybody's different cannabis story and where they've come from in the industry is, is you know, one of the things that excites me and why, why I definitely wanted to get involved. Uh, there's always a lot of great product being given out there, always a lot of great interviews that we do, and it's just going to be really, really a good time. I'm excited to just be with uh, other cannabis community members. And for you guys, what is it that 420 Interactive will be out there doing? How can people get involved or connect with you? Yeah, I'm going to be there purely in a storytelling aspect, doing interviews and 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 you know hanging out with the with the cannabis community at Hall of Flowers. But you know, again, hit me hit me up over Instagram, hit me up over LinkedIn, come up and say hi to me at Hall of Flowers. Happy to mind share and 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 introduce you to cool people and, and share uh, cannabis stories. So you'll be interviewing people? Are you walking around interviewing people? Are you meeting up with people? Podcasting? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have my camera, gonna be taking, you know, my background's in filmmaking. Uh, I handle video production for our clients as well, do a lot of cool drone and video shoots and there we so, go. You know, I'm going to be there taking photos and, and getting little interviews and, and just, you know, having a good time. That's going to be dope. Yes, I cannot, I cannot wait. Hall of Flowers coming up, I believe it's September 22nd and 23rd. Yes, that uh, is correct. And then in December, it's going to be in Palm Springs as well. With also a activation at MJ BizCon. Yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> so very excited about that. MJ Biz is coming up. MJ Unpacked is coming up. Um, there's the USA CBD Expo coming up. They're going. I believe they're either already started or their their tour begins. Um, God, there's we so have, much stuff. Yeah, to get another plug, we have an amazing psychedelic conference coming up in November in Las Vegas called Meet Delic. Check it out. It's gonna have an awesome lineup of speakers talking all about the psychedelic industry. Uh, you know, this is another cool project that we're working on and. And Joey, I hope to see you there. And it's going to be really informative and really great. Is that going to be in LA? That is going to be in Las Vegas in November. Meet Delic. Check Meet it. Delic. I'll have to learn about psychedelics and the psychedelic business. And, and, you know, the future is fungi for sure. The future is fungi. That's going to be super dope. I've been to Vegas numerous times this year, more times than any other year in my life. Very exciting time to be a part of cannabis. Psychedelic community is really seeing a lot of growth, a lot of progress in terms of legislative changes. Um, 
can you provide any insight on that? I, I you know, I wasn't planning. Yeah, psychedelics, I psychedelic uh, mushrooms have been decriminalized. I believe in Denver and Colorado and up here in Oakland in California, the statewide initiative that was supposed to decriminalize plant medicine, psychedelics, I think was pushed, uh, I think into next year. Don't quote me on that, but there was definitely a set, little bit of a setback there. But, you know, there's lots of ketamine clinics popping up, a lot of ayahuasca and mushroom retreat centers popping up. People are searching for holistic medicine and, and psychedelics are definitely a path for that. So we're definitely, at least, you know, in your opinion, we're, we're going to start to see more and more progress. Uh, oh, absolutely. And, and the progress is there. These, again, you know, we, you could, you could check out some of our psychedelic content over at reality, realitysandwich.com. If you want to learn about psychedelics and microdosing and how psychedelics can play a role in your life, uh, check it. We got great that's info super, on there. That's super dope. Realitysandwich.com. You also operate another publication, correct? Neon Joint. Uh, is yeah, that's a personal project of ours. That's where I put out a lot of my, a lot of my personally written content, a lot of our personal video content, and that's you know where where I disseminate a lot of the own stuff uh, nice. for ourselves. Super dope. Yes, one day there will be a real jping.com, but for right now, everybody just gets the exclusive YouTube reviews for the time being. So that'll be interesting. Kyle, you've also done a bunch of reviews with me. Uh, I appreciate you coming yeah, to visit. Yeah, always happy to review with you anytime I'm there. Man, it's, it's always a pleasure because you've been you know, you'd understand great cannabis and you've, you've definitely tried a number of the best brands across California, NorCal, SoCal, other states. Um, you know, let's, if you wouldn't mind giving some people some flowers for their flower, who in your opinion are some of the best flower producers in the state? The best flower producers the state are we talking can i am i talking underground humboldt county county family farms am i talking real you know, this is the best part the best part about this is it is the, the best is always subjective to you so. i'm gonna meet you i'm gonna meet you in the middle there with that answer and i'm gonna say uh, my favorite flower brand is definitely flow kana you know they integrate humboldt and emerald triangle family farms into their into their legal system, and that's where they source all their flour from. They're empowering the Emerald Triangle in Northern California, you know, to bring these families into the legitimate cannabis space through their brand. And they always produce very high quality flour. I know I'm supporting uh, good initiatives when I smoke them. I love it. I personally have visited them a few years back and was blessed to see the wine and the grapes and just to see their entire, uh, not on their entire property, but to see large areas of their property was just absolutely breathtaking to see where cannabis is going uh, and how operationally it makes a lot of sense in a lot of those former wineries, breweries. Absolutely. Uh, warehouse facilities, production facilities, et cetera. All that plant medicine and goodness should be integrated. You know, I, we're not there yet. You know, we still can't have sick, cannabis farm and wine tours and have people smoking out in the open. You know, I think uh, government won't let you do that yet, but maybe one day. Not if just we, yet. We keep fighting the fight, Joey, if we keep getting the education out there. Well, we can, and, and we can make that, dreams happen. Absolutely. It's super important that, you know, the education continues to happen. And, you know, I, I also too, you know, Kyle, you're a very successful entrepreneur. You know, you, you do very, you do a lot of stuff. To me, you're very inspiring. Um, 
because that, I, that, I talk that means to a lot. And you know, I'm just I'm just trying to out do my thing out here, and and you know, I know, but but you know, and to a lot of people, though, it's like you know, you make the you make videos, you make content, you storytell, you you writing a lot of copy. You guys have a very successful business with a lot of cool clients and. You know, a lot of people are trying to do a lot of that kind of stuff. And so for me, you know, I remember just being with you and your team going back, like I said, four years ago, coming up here this October. Um, it's just very, very cool to work with you. I very much appreciate having you on the show. Uh, my last question for you, brother, is would you mind sharing a little bit about, you know, your first time smoking and kind of like that whole that whole experience? Yeah, of course. Uh, so my first time smoking, I'll, I'll redact names that I was at a friend's house and uh, was a you know sleepover in high school. So uh, we snuck out into his dad's garage and he had a hastily rolled uh, joint there that we that we passed <laughs> back and forth and smoked. And I don't th I don't think I got high actually my first time. I you know I, I was I was smoking it and trying to inhale and I don't think I got high, but. You know, I made sure to go to school the next day and tell all my friends that I smoked for the first time and broke my <laughs> cannabis cherry and and you know I'm I'm cool now. I love it. I love it. See, I didn't get the, I didn't get that experience in high school, and so I always love hearing about people's first times. You know, so I have friends that started at 13 years old, 11 years old. I started personally. I think it was eight. Uh, smoked for the first time at 17. Cops pulled up at the park because it was right at the time they closed. Right at the time they closed the gates at night, you know, just just stupid rookie shit. Yeah, I know. And two people that didn't know how to smoke weed, smoking weed for the first time, and then uh, what? And then fucking in high school, it was like summer after my freshman year, where I like ripped a big ass bong, you know, and it just was kind of different after that. Everything was different, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I've been there. You know, one of the things I, I enjoy about California, I can smoke open and freely now. You know, I hate I did not being able to smoke dorm room. You know, Got to trek uh, 30 feet out in the snow in the middle of winter to go to a hidey hole in the middle of the woods and, and smoke and smoke one hit to get high and then trek, trek back. Oh man, that's got to be tough. Yeah, in Washington, it's the rain and mist. It's the rain, mist, and cold sometimes. And 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 then it sounds like in the East Coast, I know it's can be very similar to that. Yeah, not worse. you know, you used to have to sneak out of the dorm in the snow just to go smoke outside, away from anybody. Didn't want to risk. Oh my uh, gosh! In trouble. Are you are you more of a blunt guy, or it sounds like you smoking a lot of you smoke a lot of joints? I prefer blunts over joints. I like the mm. any uh, grape flavored blunt wraps. So I I like those are usually tasty, good smoke. Oh. I I enjoy that. Yeah. Okay, the classic great guy. I love yeah, it. I love yeah. it. I'd say well, blunts are more popular on the East Coast. You know, I don't find too many people out here rolling blunts. You know, they all want joints. Yeah, I, I gave it up about a year ago, and I just smoked maybe eight of them in like a ten-day period, and I won't be doing it again for hopefully <laughs> ten more years. Before right, tonight. right. Well, brother, before we get you on out of here, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to take the floor, talk, you know, talk about anything you'd like to talk about, shout out anybody, you know, you'd love to show love to, um, or of course, just, you know, plug, plug yourself, plug the yeah, brands. Joey, mad oh, respect thanks. to you all around. One of the true authentic cannabis community members out there, you know, you're keeping it real every day. Appreciate everything that you and your team do. You know, you, again, that's why I was so eager, wanted to work with you guys. You know, you're truly authentic out there. You're real cannabis community member.
Appreciate you, brother. We are, uh, Respect My Region is a living, breathing team made up of many different people, personalities, and friends over the years. What we've seen is we just try to become the best versions of ourselves and we encourage other people. And even today we had a meeting, the whole premise of the meeting was over-communicate. We wanna over-communicate so we can understand. Absolutely. So we can understand better, so we can communicate clear and see better results helping people, right? So of course, yeah. To to end the Oscar speech here, you know, this wouldn't be possible without all all of our partners and team members. You know, we work with a lot of cool people, like Respect My Region agency partners, like 10K Advertising. We got our psychedelic partners, Meet Delic, and you know, just just because of this ecosystem, we're able to help people succeed. Big shout out to all the people who believe in us, who believe in you, who Absolutely. believe in us. People, all the brands. A lot of the people, a lot of the people on our shows, a lot of the products you guys see, these are oftentimes people who believe in us and believe in what we do and what we talk about. And so thank you first and foremost to all those people and to our fans. Kyle, thank you for also being a great partner and for uh, for giving us a shot to, to work with you. So, man. Always, always a pleasure. I have a feeling I'll see you here in person soon. We will definitely be connecting soon in person. I'll be down in the land of the San Diego very soon. Um, I know you'll be up here soon. Um, I was told there's a concert coming up, so I'll hit you up about that. Um, everybody, this is the North American We Tour podcast. This was episode 22 featuring Kyle Rosner. Man, thank you again. Everybody, go check out Pilgrim Soul, their new live rosin pen, their creative imagination, and their creative journaling books. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. Like, follow, subscribe. I will see you all on the next episode. I think we have one tomorrow. Stay tuned. Love you guys.